0: Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald. Um, joining me today, instead of Matt Dudek, who you can find on Twitter at horizonroundtable.com, is Nick Lawrenson. Um, He's uh, contributed to us multiple times in the Horizon Roundtable. He's got to be like the he's got to be like the hardest working guy in college basketball because I think he's always doing like four or five different things. Um, the latest thing is the portal report. So, Nick, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. It's it's an honor to get on this podcast after working for you guys for a year and only got coming on with a group. Yeah, that's true. I, I just thought, and then we were just th- talking about that offline. I'm like,
0: have I had you on before? I feel like I, it's like a missed opportunity. But uh, Nick, you can find it at N. Lawrence uh, and Lawrence Sports on Twitter, correct? Yep. And you can find uh, your latest venture, Portal Report, at Portal Report on Twitter, correct?
1: Yeah, and at the website.
0: Yes, portalreport.com. Gotcha. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter as well at HorizonRT. You can find us on the web at horizonroundtable.com, and be sure to subscribe to us. Whatever podcasts are fine. Um, Nick, before we get started, obviously a couple of uh, things are coming up. Um, next week and the week after, the 2022 Fan Battle Royale. Um Jim Saro, who's uh, obviously representing uh, representing Green Bay, has made a promise to anybody who – any team that is not represented by a fan, they're going to be ridiculed mercilessly. I'm not stopping him. So uh, go to HorizonTheRoundTable.com. Go to Fan Battle Royale. Click on that link or DM us and, repre- and claim your school because Jim will be relentless, and you he won't better- be the only one.
1: <laughs> yeah, get on there. Come on, you Purdue Fort Wayne fans, you – IUPUI fans, there's maybe like a couple of you guys out there. Come on, defend your honor! Come on, Jagpound, where you at?
0: <laughs> I'm glad I got a Cleveland State guy. I would have been very, very disappointed. Um, yeah,
1: there's some of them out there.
0: I know. Anyway, <laughs> um, so that's what's so that is what's coming up uh, the next two next two weeks. Uh, it's always a fun time. You don't want to miss it. As of right now, Jimmy Lemke is hosting that. Um, Obviously, that's subject to change, but right now, Jimmy Lemke is hosting their Fan Battle Royale, so we call it the Jimmy Lemke fan Battle Royale, but technically, it's probably going to be the Fan Battle Royale hosted by Jimmy Lemke. So, Anyway, um, Nick, I am glad I got you on today because a lot of stuff has gone on in Horizon League transfer portal-wise. Uh, some things haven't, um, but I want to talk about the big thing that has happened, and that is Antoine Davis, who announced that and apparently to a lot of people's surprise that he is going to take his extra year, but
1: he's not going to take it at Detroit Mercy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's what he's down to Maryland, Kansas State, and Georgetown, and maybe a couple more. But, I think those are the main three ones at this point. Yeah, and he, now he's visited all three of them. He hit Maryland up in one day. I mean, I know the Maryland fan base is going crazy for him. They're trying to get everyone they want. everyone everyone possible to be honest because they're a team who just with the coaching change, they didn't play all that well last year and they need anyone to really revitalize that program. So I know they're really high on him. He went to Georgetown, Georgetown thinks they're just going to get everyone who knows with that program, that program's an absolute mess. And I don't know.
0: So, so I'm glad you brought up Georgetown because I feel like I got some Georgetown smack coming up. Um, Mm -hmm. So the primary reason, I guess that, um, Antoine Davis is going to got went into the transfer portal is he, you know, the, the, the NIL, the name image, image likeness, uh, you know, he feel that there, the, I guess there is the idea that he would be able to get a lot more in that, um, elsewhere than Detroit Mercy mm-hmm. and nothing says I'm just going for the NIL deal like
1: transferring to Georgetown. Exactly. I mean, that could be a game changer for that program. That program's been in the dumps for years. I mean, we know that they have a lot of donors, and we know that Patrick Ewing has money that he can lend to someone and they can hand out. I mean, he always gets these recruits, and they end up leaving before, like, the season even starts. But if you give Antoine Davis, who only has a year left, all this money, and you lure him in and you say you get to play at the Capital One Arena every night and you get to play for an elite brand like Georgetown, I mean, I think they'll give out more money than – maryland or kansas state could give you
0: that is true i mean obviously you know i you you're right and obviously you know that's a very obviously that uh you know the dc metro area is a very um very uh, target rich environment if you will especially if you're thinking about you know nil deals
1: i'm sure yeah definitely i mean i haven't heard anything from any of the schools yet about nil deals but Like Nigel Pack, who committed to Miami, uh, maybe I think it was yesterday, there was something that came out. He's getting like damn near a million dollars. So, I mean, if you're getting that from Miami, there's no doubt that these schools, especially Georgetown, who has a lot of their uh, fan, well, of course, a lot of their fan base, but a lot of their graduates in the city that they play in, you're going to get that money. People care about Georgetown basketball.
0: That's oh, that is true. That's why everybody, yeah, and they're all up in arms. It's like, why is Patrick Ewing still the coach? Exactly. So, but, um, but yeah, but on it, but again, um, the fact that, uh, that Antoine is not going to be at Detroit Mercy anymore and transferring, that's the key point. Cause there was a, you know, we, we've had discussions on maybe he'll just go pro and that's it. Um, that I, the fact that he's transferring took a lot of people by surprise, up to and including Detroit Mercy fans.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows what Mike Davis's future is there? I mean, he hasn't—he's had his son who's been an absolutely outstanding player, but— Oh, absolutely. He hasn't been able to do anything with him, and I'm he took the—I I think it was a risk to go from Texas Southern to Detroit Mercy. I mean, he, of course he's been able to win before, but— he went well he was and- making
0: when he was a Texas Southern, he was he was the I mean he was able to make the NCAA tournament annually. And by the yeah. way, that's, obvious, that's actually something that has continued with Johnny Jones, by the way. So um, you know, he, he goes from that situation to I, I think there was probably a lot to it because you know Detroit Mercy was I mean, if we're being honest, Detroit Mercy was gonna pay more than the Texas Southern yeah. period. Not to mention the fact that there was an opportunity for Antoine to go because Antoine was, remember Antoine was going to go, was committed to Houston at that point. So, um, but with that said, I mean, then you ask the question, then what happens to Detroit Mercy? Because their situation is that, oh, Matt Johnson, obviously Antoine's gone. Mm -hmm. Matt Johnson is also gone because he got eligibility. Then you have DJ Harvey, who is taking his extra year and cashing out somewhere else. You don't know. Um, I guess Madhu Dakech is still there.
1: I think, yeah. <laughs> That's
0: the only one I know for sure is still. I mean, Mohamed Silla, I think he's still there. Um, but everybody else is a big, giant question mark. I mean, you, Noah Waterman, theoretically, is there. I mean, can he stay healthy? I guess would be the question, because that was a major bit issue for him last year. Actually, was a major issue for him both years. He's been at Detroit
1: Mercy. Well, I mean, like even when you just look at the transfer portal, most years you hear Detroit Mercy reaching out. You don't hear Detroit Mercy reaching out about anyone. I mean, that's where Mike Davis does all his work, and it's
0: which is funny because it's funny because former Cleveland State player Alec Oglesby, the first team he played, the first um, the first offer he got was Detroit Mercy. Mm-hmm. And then Oglesby turns around like months later and says, "I'm going to Stetson."
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a completely different switch from uh, the Midwest. And it's funny
0: because when you look at where Detroit Mercy is now, Alec Oglesby could probably contribute a l- lot more. And I don't know, obviously, I don't know Stetson's situation, but there's an opportunity. For, there was an opportunity for him to contribute greatly there.
1: Um, a higher level. I'm yeah.
0: Thinking. Well, I mean relatively higher level
1: yeah
0: (laughs) horizon league has this tendency (laughs) to i don't know (laughs) underachieve greatly a lot Mm -hmm. um but yeah but you know they have the i'm sorry jordan phillips is a redshirt sophomore okay i keep forgetting that part so he's not actually so i got to take him off the senior tracker we've been doing senior tracker i keep i'm i keep trying to remember exactly who on earth is uh um, I don't know. I can't
1: I, get it either. I don't I, I pretty much. Yeah, but
0: but the senior trucker I've been doing two years running and I'm like, okay, I can't wait until 2024 when I don't have to do this anymore. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel that. You don't, you never know how many years left these guys. They should have it like in their, in their uh, team bio. I have three years of eligibility left because you could yeah. be a senior and you could have like all five years left at this point.
0: So this is who they have. So this is who, as of right now, because. Um, so we're still we still don't know if Willie Siani, Kevin McAdoo, and Blake Coca, I believe they have, they're eligible for an extra year. We don't know what their deal is. Um Noah Waterman still theoretically is there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I he, I
0: don't think he's going anywhere. Who knows? Um, you got I Catch. Um Jordan Phillips didn't play a whole lot this year. Um, again, he—that's the other thing. Every time that you know we have Detroit Mercy, they—they they keep hitting, getting hit by the injury bug, like with a lot of these guys.
1: I mean, I thought that they had a pretty good chance, 2021 20, 20, but yeah, they kept getting hurt every time. Yeah, yep.
0: and they only—and you know, they. So now Kyle Greer has to step up now that. Now that Antoine's gone, because he'll probably take uh, the, his spot, they've only got one. They've only got one guy who's coming in, and that's Sonny Johnson Jr. Who, by the way, um, is a is a Northeast Ohio native. Um, mm-hmm. Sonny Jr. If you're listening, I, I would not be sad if you decided to change your mind and come back to Cleveland, come to Cleveland <laughs> State. <laughs> I'm
1: I would that not they- be sad. I'm seeing that Prince Adoro's on the roster. I'm not thinking which is which is weird out. because
0: Prince Adoro was a mid-season transfer.
1: hmm
0: He he left the team like in December or he okay. he left the team before the uh, the fall the spring semester started. So he's not <laughs> even there. He hasn't been there. So and that's another problem they seem to have. They got guys who jumping in jumping out. It's kind of interesting that that's all the things it's working on. But yeah, Detroit Mercy is a giant question mark at this point. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, you just saying that, it kind of reminds me of a HBCU mindset where they just get these people to come in halfway through the year and produce, or they just leave halfway through the year. I mean. Well, I mean,
0: I mean, if that, that but it's, weird, yeah, and, but none of them had Antoine.
1: Yeah, exactly. None of them had He them was, Antoine. like, the
0: constant the entire time, and he's now he's the not there league. anymore. Yeah, I know. Now he's gone, and now you have, you know, no water, and when you hope he stays healthy. Dude, I can, I, be to, like even Akech, he was I was out for a few games. I, I mean, every single yeah. one of these guys has been hurt.
1: At Who's going to be nine. the front runner for player of the year?
0: Um, wow, that's a good question. <laughs> it's way too early. Um, My money, Um, because it's because I actually... Put, I, I actually tweeted this out. Of the 15 players that were on the All Horizon League team this year, and yeah. there was only five left. Oh there's God. only five left. Um, Jared Godfrey is one, and I think yeah. probably be the guy
1: because
0: mm-hmm. he was a first teamer last year. He would be the. I mean, I would think he would be the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't sleep on Dwayne Cohill.
1: Yeah.
0: From Youngstown yeah. State
1: with everyone they're getting.
0: Oh, yes. yeah. We need to talk about Youngstown State. So Youngstown State, yeah. So so these are the five, uh, before we go to Youngstown State, these are the five guys that were uh, are the only all Horizon League teams left, uh, players left. There is Jared Godfrey. There's Marquez Warwick from the NKU. Yeah. There's Jalen Moore. Jalen Moore may, might make a very, because okay. he's already announced he's staying an extra year. That's good. good for so tracking. he absolutely is, yeah. I can see him doing that. Mm-hmm. Um there is also uh I said mentioned Dwayne Cohill. Mm-hmm. And then oh, hold on a second, who's the last one? Sorry and Khalil Spear, who announced he was gonna cash yeah. in on his extra year and stay at Robert Morris. Yeah. Damari yeah. Franklin is in there, but obviously the entire team's leaving for the NBC, so he doesn't count.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but back to but it's but back to Youngstown State where Last year we uh, Jared Calhoun tried something a little different. Jared Calhoun went to non D one and picked up some transfers. This year he's like, you know what? Let's stick with the D one transfers this year. <laughs> he's
1: yeah, got I mean, five of them. Yeah, I'm
0: sorry. I'm yeah, five of them. So um, he already picked up Mattia Acunzo, the the who played for Robert Morris for like five minutes, mm. which by the way play for robert morris for 5 minutes was kind of the running theme for Robert. yeah exactly <laughs> so he had, he transferred over to um he transferred over to Youngstown State early then they got a verbal from Brandon Rush Brandon Rush I think was from Eastern Michigan I want to say
1: fairly dickinson
0: fairly dickinson see why do I think why do I think it was in eastern michigan yeah fairly
1: dickinson Bryce McBride
0: yeah, that's Bryce McBride. See, I'm—I don't know why I'm confusing the two. Bryce McBride is from uh, Eastern Michigan. Then you got Malik Green, who's a six-seven guy. He came from Canisius, which is funny because Youngstown State and Canisius played this year, and Youngstown State basically, you know, kind of beat up on him. Yeah, the last one, however, the last transfer is—you know—we uh, always—we always make fun of you know Horizon League on Horizon League crime. We got a big one right here because they got injured Nelson.
1: I don't know. I mean, he's been a consistent player for NKU for like the last four or five years.
0: What's uh, Adrian Nelson is an interesting situation because last year he wasn't starting. Chris Brandon was starting, but even still, even even though he wasn't starting, Adrian Nelson was averaging seven and a half rebounds a game.
1: I mean, yeah, he can do it all.
0: And so, uh, so you take uh, you take a Youngstown State team that uh, that uh, might. Uh, that just lost Michael Acuchet, um, because he's out of eligibility, and then you replace him with an Adrian Nelson.
1: Perfect pickup, and I mean, he's I know up, so he knows what to do.
0: Exactly, and he know I mean he knows the lay of the he definitely knows the lay of the land when it comes to Youngstown State too because he's seen him enough times. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on with them. Uh, so yeah, they so the. Which is, so basically what's happened, so they effectively have, because they lost, um, Luke Luke Jacone transferred, he's going to D3 John Carroll. Uh, Michael Lucarati also transferred, as did Daniel Goro, as did, um, did, let's see here, Uh, Tevin Allison is out of eligibility. Uh, Jameer Thomas is out of eligibility, though he played sparingly. And you replace those guys with, Adrian Nelson, Malik Green, Mattia Kunzo, Brandon Rush, um, and Bryce McBride, on top of Shamar Rutan-Mays, on top of Dwayne Cohill, on top of Miles Hunter, William Dunn, who kind of broke out a little bit later at uh, the later half of the year. And you look at that team, and I've been saying for a while that uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne is my way-too-early favorite mm-hmm. to win the Horizon League. With what Youngstown State's added, I... They can make an argument. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you had to
1: put them right up there. These are four, five players, all different versatilities who can all do different things. I mean, when I pulled up the players, I didn't even realize. I've been the, I think I've seen one Horizon League team live, and it was, I went to a random NKU game. It was 2019, and they were playing Moorhead. I didn't even realize Malik Green was a transfer from Moorhead because I would just yeah. remember him at Canisius and they played off against each other, Adrian Nelson and Malik Green. But Malik Green and Adrian Nelson have both grown since what their freshman year. I mean, Malik Green is a little undersized forward, but he's that the whole front court of that Canisius team was insane this year. So that's really good. then you add in uh you add in Adrian Nelson there. Yeah. And you are what well, you already have Dwayne Cohill. Yeah. It's a little bit the same kind of player. And then Brandon Rush Fairleigh Dickinson, stopped, they suck this year. But I mean, if you were to tune into one of their games, uh, any given night, this kid could have dropped like thirty points. What he's dropped thirty six against Wagner, and that was that was probably the underrated upset of the year in college basketball. It was the Fairleigh Dickinson came into the game like what three and twenty six, and Wagner won like twenty in a row, and they just go in and they they upset Wagner, and it was. Because of Rush, I mean, he can take over a game, and that's something that, with Antoine Davis gone in the league, I don't know if you really had that in the league. And
0: it's, uh, and you mentioned Rush because that was kind of what Youngstown State hoped that Tevin Allison would do, mm-hmm. that type of productivity, um, which he did from time to time, but it was never consistent. I think mean, Brandon Rush kind of, and obviously now that Te- Tevin Allison is gone. Now you bring in Brandon Rush, and I I think they've got an upgrade there.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, if he's not hurt, he's dropping double-digit points every game, and he's just going to be there. And he might not be the most efficient shooter, but, I mean, he's good enough to drop 20 points for you every night.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think the the addition of Green and Nelson helps out, of all people, William Dunn, because then William Dunn can – because William Dunn can spend – his time you know at the four which i think was a little bit more of a natural position for him and then let those guys bang in the front uh, bang in the food uh, bringing the paint in, at the five especially adrian nelson
1: yeah i mean he was because we've seen him so many times yeah you see him every every game
0: i know i know Northern Kentucky fan is super sad he's not there anymore but you know <laughs> what are you gonna do man
1: exactly you still get to watch him if you uh, if you care about the league you get to go watch him i mean He's not going to give you the wins, but who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah. Now you have the extra added pleasure of rooting against him. Although (laughs) I got, I gotta say, I gotta say with Adrian. But again, the because they got Chris Brandt. I mean, I think the only question mark that they have um, on the Northern Kentucky side is whether or not Bryson Langdon is going to stay. I don't know. I think. Maybe not, but who knows? You're, you, somebody gets a message of Bryson Langdon, you know, I need to update the senior tracker. So, you know, chop top, buddy.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they they still have that young back core, right? I mean, they got
0: up. yeah, they got Marquez work and they got you know, they got bat, the back to back freshman of the year, mm-hmm. um, Marquez work who's um, again a guy who can compete for that uh, that player of the year now. Yep. And uh, and, and Sam Vincent. Mm-hmm. So you got all the – you got those two – you got – that's your foundation? Can't beat that.
1: Never count out on KU. Learned that a long time ago.
0: Yeah. um I think Matt finally did figure that out last year. <laughs> <'Cause> he, <laughs> yeah. He, I remember. he figured it out eventually. Yeah. Um, so, um yeah, speaking of speaking of teams that need to – you know, we don't know what's going on with them, uh, Cleveland State – I keep bringing up yeah. – it's funny because I keep bringing up Cleveland State because, you know, the, because Dennis Gates is over at Missouri creating, like, Horizon League West.
1: Yeah, getting everyone.
0: Because he got – what do he get? He, uh, well, he already had Amari Davis, the former freshman of the year at Green Bay. He was already mm-hmm. on the squad. Then he gets Trago Million. Then he gets yep. – uh, DeMoy Hodge and then uh, he has DeAndre Golson. I, I I'm half joking that Grant Silly is just on his way.
1: Hey, I, uh, there is someone coming because what a couple days ago we posted yes. one of the things, but he never no, there's no announcement yet. So so, so yeah, so
0: um, so yeah, you're talking about Tristan and, and Aruna. Oh, uh, I don't know, I don't
1: know that. So
0: <laughs> it's interesting about that guy. So mm. so. This guy's a former four-star. Mm-hmm. He played it. He played for. He was at. Uh, he was at Kansas. Then he played at Iowa State. So obviously Danielle Robinson knows him pretty well. Mm-hmm. And now he's at Cleveland State. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. Not, I mean, this is a. He's a six-eight. He's a six-eight guy. I think he's probably a good guy to have. Yeah. Especially, um, you know, he. Especially considering that you have. Um, yeah, considering that you have, you know, they they need some they need some definitely need some size now that uh, Anderson Morambo and um, maybe Majak are gone, which is sad because you know especially and, uh, Anderson Morambo, very depressing. Um, it was very I was really hoping to have really hoping to have Morambo around another year, but apparently that's just not in the cards. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, Cleveland State's up to seven now, uh, because they did make the because, uh, Cleveland State didn't make the announcement. It, 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 this could have went a lot worse, um, mm-hmm. but three of the guys who have extra years are going to be back. That is Spider Johnson, uh, that is Deshaun Parker, and that is Yael Hill. So they got those three guys coming back. So and then not to mention they have Jason Woodridge coming back and then they have the red shirt freshman Cole Middleton who is staying and we'll actually get to see him play this year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you're gonna see a lot of guys you probably didn't think yeah. you were gonna see play yet.
0: Yeah. And then um they got the sign they got the the their commit for because he committed way early. Uh Raymar Pryor from St. Vincent and St. Mary's, he's mm-hmm. definitely coming in. So we're definitely getting him. <laughs> And then, and then this, uh, uh and then Nauru. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. And if I'm not, my bad, dude. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: get Al Pulaski to try to straighten me out eventually.
1: <laughs> hey, you got like seven months.
0: Wait, oh, I, I'm not waiting seven months. Forget that plan. <laughs> I
1: can't do that. I'm I'm I've waited two
0: weeks. I've I've been waiting. I've waited three weeks to try to get. Uh, I've been waiting three weeks to get. uh Daniel Robinson on the podcast, and I'm already impatient. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's...
0: hop on here, Daniel. Come on. Thank you. Hook a brother up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Kill him here. No worries. We'll get you on eventually. Yeah, exactly. I was hoping to get him on before the start of the spring signing period, but, you know, apparently, apparently the uh, the period, uh, the signing period had different plans for us all.
1: Yeah, some coaches but... are busy.
0: Which will be very depressing. So I guess I get, So I guess we're gonna to have to wait until after the fan battle royale.
1: Mm-hmm. Of course,
0: once he listens to that, I'm like, why am I on this thing?
1: <laughs>
0: which is which is probably the thing that every coach has said for, before and after, or they just ignore that those episodes, which is also fine too. <laughs> <laughs> but those are really fun, though.
1: Yeah, exactly. Gonna be I mean, fun
0: for me, especially if Jimmy's hosting, because I don't have to say anything.
1: Yeah, you get more of a landscape of the league that way.
0: Uh, yes, I believe the I believe the technical term is lunatic fringe. <laughs> By the uh, um, yeah, so IUPUI is oh, wait, IUPUI is doing stuff, too, apparently.
1: Didn't everyone leave again?
0: Uh, sort of. Well, <laughs> the thing is that you kind of figured that everybody was you had a bunch of guys who they had already signed a bunch of guys already because they got the yeah. Gerard twins from Indianapolis, and then they had a couple of Juco guys sign beforehand. Then you had, yeah, I'm losing you. So they had, yeah, I think the only two guys that they actually, the there's only a couple of guys I know for sure that were going to stay. Boston Stanton's one of them. Chooks is, a two is one of them. Mm-hmm. Zach Gunn, I guess, is going to be back, because mm. um, he's got an extra year, and he didn't get to play last year anyway because he was hurt. Yeah. Which is a running theme for IUPUI last season.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at their verbal commits right now. It's just like all JUCO guys.
0: Pretty much, yeah, because they just got because um, they just got uh, Jalen Counter and uh, DJ Jackson is actually a 2022 guy. He's mm-hmm. actually a high school guy. So, mm-hmm. and then Kyrie Kane, I think it was, I think he was already committed already. But yeah, they got a bunch of guys coming in. Yeah. So they're not going to be – so they actually do have, like, a – and I don't think Demetara Pandev's coming back from Macedonia. I'm just kind of throwing that out there because he mm-hmm. left for Macedonia. I guess he had some family issues, and he mm-hmm. ended up going back to Macedonia um, before spring semester. I don't think he's coming back.
1: Yeah, he's know. on the
0: senior tracker technically, but I don't think he's coming back.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I right. wouldn't really want to come back to IUPUI either. Sorry. Right. Love you. Go Jags.
0: Nick has not. Uh, Nick has not uh, gotten through the uh, scars of having to write about them a couple of times last season
1: for us. <laughs> yeah, never again.
0: You <laughs> missed never the. You f- actually missed the fun part. It actually got to a point where it actually it actually got to got to a point where it's like a, some you know when they got down to six guys, it was like. There there was way more intrigue that way. I don't know why there was, but there was. Oh, uh, trust me, I was
1: watching every game. Me and my roommate, we had it on the big screen. They hate mid-major basketball, but we sat down and we watched every IEPY game. It was something it was something out of a story. Yeah,
0: for all the it's it was it was cool in the fact that you know you had six guys who just toughed out the last the last part of the season. Mm-hmm. The the best it, honestly uh, it's for all the episodes we did. That's gonna probably be one of my favorite ones when I got all six guys on for <laughs> the for the bonus episode. Even though they even though they won only one game in the league, mm-hmm. they did win.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even though they you know, even though they were basically shorthanded the entire time. Um, no I, mean, I think it, they gave they, they gave Oakland a pretty good scare I'll tell you that much
1: I mean, yeah especially in the tournament what were they like thirty point dogs and they actually played them pretty well I mean
0: they were close the whole time I mean that was insane so, yeah, yeah no of, of course it. I'm gonna have them on after that
1: yeah exactly and that they were probably the story of the league this year, which is
0: yeah and they were only they only had five guys through that game mm-hmm because BJ, uh, it wasn't BJ Maxwell got hurt. It was um, Bakari Lestrapa got hurt. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and by it, it's yeah. Had I but no, well, obviously BJ Maxwell was out of out of uh, out of eligibility. Had I known that, uh, had I known that De Persia and McClure and it's weird because we we had the all six of those guys on, and then like probably like two weeks later. Mike DePersia ended up in the portal, Nate Buckler ended up in the portal, and Bakari Lestrap ended up in the portal.
1: Yeah, K.J. Pruitt, too. Uh,
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, He never played, though. Uh, He got okay. hurt early on,
1: which, again, running theme for IUPUI last season. Whole team, yeah. I mean, like, building off of that, you got to feel bad for a program like Robert Morris. I mean, they took the risk in taking a jump up, and now they've just struggled, and they lose to IUPUI on their home court. I mean... For such a long time, they were like, no one, and I know Duquesne doesn't want to play them. Uh, teams used to fear having to go play Robert Morris, and now they've kind of struggled with the new recruiting challenges of a new league.
0: I think the, uh, for for Robert Morris, I think they, they're they going to benefit from the fact they've got guys coming back that have, ex- Michael Green the Third's coming back, Enoch Cheeks is coming back, Jerron Williams is coming back, and most importantly, Khalil Spear. Is yep. coming back, so all those guys are coming back, and it looks like this time around. I think I think this time around, it looks like you know um, Andy Toole decided. You know what? I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with 2022 recruits this year because he's got like four. He's he signed three guys. He's signed mm-hmm. three high school guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I maybe he, I mean, and I'm sure that I'm sure that's not gonna be the end.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna dig in the portal a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But by and large, I think it's a little bit different tact for him for next season. Mm-hmm. But the good again, the good news for him is the fact that he's got a guy like Khalil Spear who's gonna be there next year, and then you got a guy like Enoch Cheeks. I think broke out was probably the breakout guy for them last year, yeah. and I think that really helped them. Unfortunately, that also probably meant that camp probably fit into factored into cam ferris's decision to transfer
1: yeah i mean that's like it's something with these pittsburgh programs everyone loves to transfer out so you never know you yeah. never know something it, about happens. That.
0: it happens um yeah so that's um uh and by the way uh, yeah um milwaukee's finally signing people too they have their yeah, yeah they, so- So they had the, um, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Nothing. I was just saying I saw that too.
0: Yes. Um. So, yeah, so, well, it's good because they're finally getting to the point where they're actually bringing guys in as opposed to everybody leaving. By the way, Pat Baller Jr., to nobody's surprise, is going to the draft.
1: Yeah, Great player in college basketball. He was so good this year.
0: Oh man. Wow. That is a that is a disappointment among disappoint. I'm sure. Um honestly I'm very I'm actually as 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 much as I know Milwaukee fans, I'm like half surprised one of them didn't sue the university for false advertising. Yeah, I know. I uh, mean that was a thing. thing. Yeah. I was I was very surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Um so obviously he's gone and then Tafari Sims was the last guy I knew who was catching, who had, was eligible for his extra year. He has not gone to. He is, he's in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So everybody who was in the transfer portal is, I, I guess Moses Bull is still there. I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, they also lost Joey St. Pierre. I mean.
0: Yeah. He's going to Portland. Going to yeah, go play for so, Shantae Leggins. Yeah. Shantae
1: really likes him. I mean. He does he's to the point big, where
0: we to the point where we tweeted about Joey Saint Pierre joining Shante Leggins He liked the tweet.
1: Yeah, that was Shante did,
0: Leggins by the way.
1: He did the same to me, and then I shot him a text, and he ended up they signed some guy from Maine. Never heard of the guy, and he's like asking me about him. I'm like oh, I'm, I actually haven't watched him, but I mean, I, I try to like. Well, you should have just uh, you know you should have hooked us up, man. I would have definitely told him a little bit about him. No, it was some guy from Maine. I told him all I know about Joey St. Pierre. I mean, I loved watching Joey St. Pierre. He was a great defensive player down there.
0: Yeah, well, I think he was there because he was – I think Joey – we saw way more of Joey St. Pierre than we thought we were going to see – we should have saw because it was supposed to be a rotation of him. It was supposed to be a rotation of him, Sombikian, and Moses Bull, and we all know how that ended up.
1: (laughs) Yep. Everyone, everyone.
0: Basically, yeah so yeah they do have um but they are they are bringing some new guys in um they just uh Zach Zach he's the he's a 2022 guy and then they got the Juco guy BJ Freeman in Milwaukee fans really want because it, it was BJ Freeman and uh Themis folks folks hasn't made his mind up yet but they definitely want both of those guys he got one now they want the
1: other I mean you need everyone everyone's leaving isn't Finn Baker going too
0: not that I'm aware of I think he's still, he's still kicking around, so.
1: That's a good little piece to have there. Little, uh, senior.
0: I keep forgetting individual. he's a, th- yeah, I, sh- we shouldn't forget him because, you know, obviously he's, he's, you know, Vin Baker's son, Vin Baker of Milwaukee Bucks lore. Yep. You should know exactly who he is. hmm So. I like, Oak- um, Oakland's reloading by too, by the way. Again.
1: Yeah, shocker. Greg Camping.
0: Uh, I, I think they've got another, I I don't think they're done yet either. Cause they got Keaton Hervey.
1: Um, they got the kid from Wisconsin who's coming back home.
0: That Lauren would B- be, uh, that's Lauren bull. Bo- uh, that's Lauren Bowman. Yep. So they got those two guys. And you oh said yeah.
1: The Moore's returning, right?
0: Jalen Moore's back. Yeah. That's right. That's um, great. I, yeah, I don't think they're, yeah, I don't think they're done yet.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't I yeah. think it's
0: I I think they are gonna they are definitely going to miss Micah Parrish.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Micah I mean, Parish is getting a lot of run lately too. I'm a little surprised by that. I mean, I don't know. I'm not I shouldn't be surprised by that, but I am because I think he's already visited like what? West Virginia already?
1: Uh I'm not too sure. I haven't really been deep in Uh let's see. Michigan State, I know, is looking into him. Which is- that is good. Oh, that, yeah,
0: Michigan State. Because I think we were having a conversation about him and Michigan State, and obviously Campy and Tom Izzo were uh, our, our our buds, obviously. Yeah. So that might cause a little
1: awkwardness there. Yeah, he did visit West Virginia, though. I mean, that was kind of a disappointment this year. I thought Oakland would finish much better than fifth place, and then the
0: wheels fell off because everybody got because uh, I think. I think had Jalen Moore not hurt his wrist, and apparently the the, the injury was way worse than we thought. Mm. Had he not hurt himself, I think they'd have done a lot better. Yeah. So yeah, they got um, but man, they, I think they they're gonna need some they're gonna need some help in the front court. I think Hervey helps a little. I think they're gonna definitely need some more out of Chris Conway, um, yeah. because they already got Trey Townsend. Trey Townsend is gonna be Trey Townsend. Um. But they're definitely going to need some – they're going to need Chris Conway to step up, and they are definitely going to need um, – yeah, they're, they're going to need to make up for the productivity of Jamal Kane, which is not going to be easy, even a little bit.
1: I mean, that, that, him and uh, Moore were insane last year. Jalen Moore
0: is going to need to pass it to somebody. He needs yep. to, to get his 10 assists a game. <laughs> going to need to do it. Yes, sir. Still waiting for that one, so I don't know. We're I'm not know
1: i am not going
0: Maybe. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what? The the opportunity presented itself, and he decided to stay. So no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'd love to know what Wright
1: State's doing though. Oh yeah. I'm sure would you would cool.
0: love to know what Wright State's doing as well.
1: I would too. I mean, I I love Krampusilli, and it sucks that he's gone, and now. Uh... Uh, What's-his-face? Didn't Trey... Did Trey Holden go on?
0: Yeah. uh, No, Trey Calvin is still there.
1: All right.
0: No, Tanner Holden is Ohio State, which I'm sure... I heard Skylar Potter is available again.
1: Oh, yeah. Go out and get... Yeah, he... I think he just committed if I'm... Or... It was either him or Taylon Cooper. One of the two uh, transferred out. But so already committed somewhere
0: we do need to talk about uh so they did actually so i should mention they did get a transfer they got Blake Sizzley out of Evansville
1: yeah he's good he had some he had a lot of uh flashes there but i mean which so,
0: is but. well it's i think that and that's fine because the so, so i think last episode you mentioned that basically it, it seems to be kind of a Scott Nagy thing that, you know, he's got a big guy, you know, he's got a big guy to replace a big guy to replace a big guy. So the, it, it see and they all play, seem to kind of play together at one point in time. So you had a lot and love to begin with. They started playing with Grandpa silly. and then when a lot and love left, Grandpa silly took over. Now and Grandpa, silly, and when Grandpa, and, and when Grandpa silly was playing, they had AJ Braun. Now AJ Braun's the only one left. Now they got Blake Sisley coming in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I touched upon it a couple years ago. I mean, Scott Nagy's like a breeder of these big men. Before them, they had the kid from South Dakota State. Um, I don't know why I can't think of the kid's name, but he was like one of the best mid-major players in his time there. And you were
0: talking about Mike Dom.
1: Yeah, Mike Dom. Yeah.
0: Dominator. He just breeds them.
1: You yeah. Just breed them.
0: And they still, uh, and as of right now, they still. Uh, well, Tim Fiki Feeke, here, staying. Trey Calvin is still staying. Um, and Keaton Norris. They still have Keaton Norris mm-hmm. until he gets bored and transfers to Loyola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, the big thing that the, the X factor I think they have right now is that they've had <clears throat> is Alec breast. He didn't play all last year. He was actually a big part of the 2021 team, but he didn't play yeah. at all. He barely played last year. Huh. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to him this this upcoming year. And we didn't see Brandon Noel at all. I mean, he may be yeah. in – and again, Brandon Noel be, may actually be in that Grandpa Silly love mold. We don't know because we didn't see him. Yeah. Plus, you also have C.J. Wilborn coming back. So yeah. – and with Scott Nagy not playing that many guys, I'm not sure if it makes a difference. I don't think they're going to win the league next year, but – I don't think they're going to be,
1: like, in last place either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to – I mean, they're probably going to end up picking up another big man, but even oh. with Scott Nagy, you know – I don't think they need – I, I
0: think they need to – I think they need to show up the backcourt. I yeah. think they well, they need – they, they, yeah, they need to – they really need to – they really need to figure out something. They really need to figure out who they're going to replace Tanner Holum with. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be, again, not a big, (laughs) really not a, uh, it is, (laughs) no, it's not going to be easy
1: feet. I mean. What, he he dropped like 40 points in the tournament or something crazy. I mean, he's been, that backcourt for a long time has been probably, I'd say that they're the most fun to watch in the league. Maybe that's just coming from a bias standpoint, but you know that consistently that they're going to, they're going to, Go out there, and they're going to play well, and they're going to play almost all the minutes.
0: Well, I can see the starting five already right now. I can see Keaton Norris, Trey Calvin, Tim Finky, C.J. Wilborn, and A.J. Braun. Yeah. Or Blake Sisley. Either or. I think maybe Blake Sisley jumps over C.J. Wilborn.
1: Mm-hmm. Or just plays. Yeah, one of them is going to be a six-man.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because he's not going to play that many guys. I know he's not going to. He only, exactly. ever, played, he only ever plays like six eight or seven or eight guys anyway that's why we never saw riley voss although Mm -hmm. riley voss got was hurt for a good chunk of the season too yeah so i think i i think the the big things for them is figure out okay how are they going what are they going to look like with without two guys who are two all all lead guys how is that going to look for them and i don't know
1: Less I I thought they in the regular season I thought they'd do much better this year and then they really didn't and they just had that run. It all comes down. You never know with that conference tournament. That conference tournament's always absolutely crazy. They were
0: they were kind of the poster child for you know. Why is this team under? Why is this league but, underachieved? And Scott Nagy actually brought this up that they in the at the uh, when they won the tournament. He brought this up. Well, we were two and seven to start the uh, we were two two and seven in the non conference.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, right there.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: that's why you were that's why we were that's why that's why our team was a play in team.
1: Exactly because
0: we didn't do very well in the non conference, like at like all. Even, opportunities. We, we we didn't beat people we were supposed to beat.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: And until we start doing until this league starts doing that.
1: You're, um, you're, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you'd think that, you know, Purdue Fort Wayne was probably the best performer out of all that. Uh, Cleveland State was screwed because they had to, like, they didn't play for, like, a month. Mm -hmm. But still, it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, boy.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably, what, Cleveland State was probably your best bet at getting anything higher than a 15, so.
0: Well, Oakland was, but.
1: Oh, yeah, true. Oakland
0: was, and then they just basically collapsed at the end of the season. Again, I think it was more injury-related than anything. Yeah. So, but anyway, so that's going to wrap it up for us. So, Nick, again, thanks for jumping in on it. You know what? We've got enough time. Tell us where you're at everywhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, on Twitter, like Bob said, nlorenscn Sports. Also follow the Porter Report, follow mid underdash madness and yeah, just... Follow. I can't believe I didn't
0: mention mid, a mid, a Mid-Major Madness, yeah. um, For those of you who don't know, Nick runs the Mid-Major Madness Twitter account, Um, and um, I'm not going to say he's biased towards us, but I'm not going to not say it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I tried my hardest to go out there and uh, boost up not only Horizon Roundtable, but the whole league. There you go. My condolences. <laughs> I know they make it
0: hard sometimes.
1: Yeah, they can. They definitely can. The link can.
0: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Nick, thank you again for, for coming on again. So, um, yeah. So once again, um, horizonroundtable.com, we, um, have our, uh, all of our content, all of our past episodes are there, um, where, wherever podcasts are available and you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So remember next week, week after. Uh, 2022 Fan Battle Royale. Be sure to tune in. You don't want to miss it, especially if somebody's missing. Somebody's gonna get somebody's gonna get bagged on.
1: So don't but
0: that's right. Um, but until then, thank you all for listening.